Chagigat of Beisam and Aleph Shir number two were at the Gemara. Hakol la'asuimai. The Mishnah told us that everyone is obligated in Aliyah l'regel, coming up to the Beisam Mikdash at the time of the festival and bringing the Korban Re'iyah, except for the group of people that the Mishnah mentioned. Now, whenever the Mishnah says Hakol, everyone, it's a very extreme term. It's obviously coming to include somebody that otherwise you would have thought would have been exempt. So the Gemara asks, la'asuimai, who's it coming to include? So it says, la'asui. It's coming to include somebody who is half slave and half free. This would be a case where two people went 50-50 in buying a slave, and one of the partners decided to sell his share or free the Evid, so the Evid becomes half freed and half owned by one of the original owners. So since he's sort of free, sort of slaved, enslaved, you might have thought that he's exempt. That's why the Mishnah says, Hakol, to include him, he in fact is obligated to come to the um, Beis HaMikdash at the time of the festivals. Now the Gemara says, Ula Ravina, but according to Ravina, the Omar who says, He actually says explicitly that this type of person is exempt from coming to the Beis HaMikdash at the time of the festival. So Hakol Lasu Imai. So then for him, he can't say that Hakol of the Mishnah is coming to include this type of this type of person. So what is it coming to include? So he says, He says it's coming to include somebody who was, let's say, crippled, injured on the first day of the festival, which, as the Mishnah said, he would be exempt from coming. But on the second or later day of the festival, suddenly he becomes healed. Now he becomes obligated to, to, to come to the Beis HaMikdash. So it was a question. You could say that because he was potter on the first day, he's potter for all of the days, even though he becomes healthy again. Or Ravina is coming along to say that the word hakol is coming along to, to teach us that in fact he is obligated to come because he became healthy on the subsequent days. Now this is all going to depend on how we view the subsequent days of the festival. If all of the subsequent days of the festival are individual, self-standing days of the festival, then it makes sense to say that he's still obligated to come up. But if all of the subsequent days are just um, sort of uh, an extension of the first day, well, on the first day he was exempt. So he should also be exempt on the subsequent days. How are we going to decide this? This is all going to be visible based on how we view offering up the Chagiga on subsequent days if you didn't offer it up on the first day, as will be explained. So at this stage we're saying that Ravina holds that the word Hakol is coming along to exclude a person who was injured, unable to come up on the first day, but he became healed on the subsequent days. This is all good according to the opinion that holds, that that if one didn't bring a Korban Chagiga on the first day, then he can bring on the second, third, fourth, fifth day, as until the end of the Chag, and they are all tashlumin, they all <clears throat> um, satisfy the requirement one for the other. Meaning, if you didn't do it on the first, you can bring it on the second, you can bring it on the third, you can bring it on the fourth. But don't think that on the second day you're bringing the first day's korban. You're just again obligated on the second. And if you didn't bring it on the second, you are newly obligated on the third. So then it makes sense that all the days are standalone. And therefore, since he was uh, uh, exempt on the first day, but he's healthy on the second day, he has to come up and come on the second day. But according to the other opinion, who says, that all of the subsequent days are just fixing up that which you didn't bring on the first day. So what this opinion holds is, is that really you're obligated to bring the korban on the first day. And when you didn't, and you bring it on the second day, 
it's as if you brought it on the first day. You're only obligated to bring on the second day because you were obligated on the first day. Now, the difference between these two, these two opinions is, according to the first opinion, if you didn't bring it on the first, the second day obligates you. If you didn't bring it on the second, the third day obligates you. Whereas this second opinion holds that it's always just the first day that obligates you. And you have to try and bring it on the first day. If you didn't bring it on the first day, you have to bring that first day's korban on the second day. But it's not the second day's korban. So the difference practically will be is how you view the subsequent days. The first opinion views the subsequent days as standalone new obligations, in which case if you were injured on the first day but you became healthy on the second day, you are now obligated for the second day. Whereas the second opinion holds, the opinion that we're in at the moment, he holds kulin tashlim and derishin, he holds that really you're obligated on the first day, and if you didn't bring it, you just use the second day to fulfill that first day's obligation. So the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh day of the Chag are really just um, extensions of the first day. If that's the case, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh day are really just extensions of the first day. You were potter on the first day because you were a Chiger. So if that's the case, uh, if that's the case, Hakol, so therefore Ravina can't be coming to include a cripple on the first day because according to the second opinion, it doesn't make sense. He wouldn't be chayv to come on the second day or third day. Hakol la So if that's the case, then what does the word hakol come to include according to Ravina? In this opinion. So he says, la asui It's coming to include a person who's blind in one eye. Now we said in the Mishnah that a person who's blind is not obligated to come. But that's only if he's blind in both eyes. If he's only blind in one eye, the hakol is coming to include him. And this is Utaloiki Haitana. This is not like another author of a, of a Mishnah. Tasanya, because it says in a Braisa, Yochanan ben Davoi Oimer, he says, Mishum Rebbe in the name of Rebbe Yehuda, he holds not like that. He says, Summa ba'achas me'enov potum in ha'reiya. That other Tana holds that if one is blind in one eye, he is exempt from the Korban, from coming up to the, uh, to the base of Megdash at the festival. Shenemar, as it says, Yire yira'e. So it's, you will be seen and you will see. There's a connection between the way a person is seen by Hashem and the way he sees Hashem at the time of the festival. The way that Hashem, so to speak, comes to see you, and that's obviously with two eyes, so to speak, with perfect vision. So to you have to be seen, so to, so to you have to come and see the Beis Amikdash in the same way. Ma just as you are seen by Hashem with, so to speak, two eyes, perfect vision. Af so too you have to see Hashem with with two eyes. And if a person only has one eye, he is obviously exempt, according to this opinion, from the Korban Re'ia and Aliyah Laregel. So just to summarize, we made an inference from the word Hakol at the beginning of the Mishnah that it's coming to include somebody. And we said at first it's coming to include somebody who's half owned as a slave and half free. But we said according to Ravina that doesn't make sense. We will discuss this more as the Gemara progresses um, towards the next Amud. Um, then we said, so then what, how does Ravina understand this word Hakol? And we said it must be that it's coming to, it's coming to include somebody who was crippled on the first day but became healed on the second day. We said that's only going to work according to one opinion. That's only going to work according to the opinion who holds that all the subsequent days are their own obligation. But according to the one who holds that all the subsequent days are just uh, an extension of the first day, since he was potter on the first day, he should be potter on the subsequent days. So back to square one, what does Ravina, what would Ravina say Hakol 
comes to include according to that opinion. And we said it must be that it's coming to include somebody who's blind in one eye. That according to this opinion, according to this Tana, it's coming to include a person blind in one eye. And this is not like the other Tana who said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda that a person has to be, uh, um, have perfect vision of both eyes in order to come to the base of Migdash. He learns this out from the way that the Torah says Yira and Yira'eh, which is actually the same word, it's just it's written and pronounced two different ways. And we learn out from that that you have to come to the base of Migdash in the same way that Hashem is, so to speak, seeing you. So just as Hashem sees you, so to speak, with two eyes, so too you have to see Hashem um, with two fully functioning eyes.